Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and we're embarking upon the next evolution of The Rutledge Perspective podcast. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what that looks like here towards the end of this episode. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about the fact that being non-negotiable, protecting your peace, not allowing people to kind of take you different places, walking away from things does not mean allowing yourself to be a pushover or those kind of things. And there've been so many lessons the last couple of weeks trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about this week was really difficult, but I had this very interesting experience that had such a good lesson in it that I wanted to bring it to your attention. And it's something that I think transfers across not only just regular life and career, but also this whole idea of entrepreneurship and, and giving things away or how we show up and branding and all that kind of stuff. And I want to talk a little bit about branding probably in the next episode. So, you know, I talked about my word for this year is non-negotiable, non-negotiable about my four, my fab four and my root system, right? Faith, family, friends, and health. And that health being capital H health. So physical, mental, emotional, all of that, right? Financial. And one of the pieces that I said I was going to do was really get back into my routine, including eating much better, eating healthier, and going back mostly plant-based. I'm, I'm pretty much feeling better and healthier when I'm following more of a pescatarian kind of diet. I just feel better. So it's not about a big mantra or big idea about how I want to eat, but I just feel better when I'm following that kind of diet. And so I had been using a specific uh, food delivery plan and, and company, and I'd used them for quite a while. Their food was really good and I really enjoyed it. And then for, for a while, it was like every time I'd order something, like three or four of the things were damaged. Like I couldn't eat them. So you're spending a lot of money for stuff to come and you couldn't eat it. And I would send, I'd take a picture, you know, I'd send an email, I'd get on the phone, like some of it's damaged. We're so sorry, Miss Rutledge, we'll give you a credit. Fine. I'd order another box, be more damaged. Hey, my stuff was damaged. We're so sorry. We'll send you a credit, right? For every other box, it seemed like. Finally, I just got tired and I said, I'm, I don't understand. This is a packaging issue, people. This is not rocket science, right? I'm only ordering these things. If all I'm ordering is shakes, don't put it in a box that I'm ordering all these meals. Put it in a smaller box. It's pretty simple to me. I'm a process person, right? I'm a manufacturing person. Put it in a smaller box. It's not hard. And so finally I said, forget it. I, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. So I stopped about a year ago. I just stopped ordering from them. So I started up again. I was like, you know what? It's been a year. I'm going to give them a chance. They had some other issues with some of their product and they didn't respond to the issues well. And, and it's a woman owned business. And I, I just really wanted to support them. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try it again. And I don't need those shakes, but they have some other things. Let me just see. And I went back out and they had some really interesting things that I wanted to try. And I said, well, we'll try it again. I'll just get, you know, six things. I'm not going to get a lot. I'll try it again. Going to be optimistic. Got my order, got it on time, which was great. And I thought, okay, well, this is, this is good. This is good. We're going to, we're going to think good thoughts because we're on that trajectory thinking good thoughts. Get the box, open the box. The box, when I first got it, I thought this, this doesn't bode well. This is a big box, even bigger than the boxes that I was getting the last time. But I'm like, but maybe, maybe they've changed the inside packaging, right? Laurel, think positive, glass half full. They've probably changed the inside packaging. So it's more stable and protecting the food better. Get the box in my kitchen, open the box. (sighs) The first thing I take out, the bowl is crushed. Okay. I look at it, examine it. Nothing's coming out, but the bowl is crushed. I'm like, okay, well, I'll let that slide. Get the next one. The bowl is crushed. The lid is off. The stuff is in the box. (sighs) Open the next thing. The box is open. The stuff inside seems to be okay because it's separate packaging. So I'm like, okay, y'all, really? So I get on the phone. I call them, get customer service. I call them and I say, hey, I just came back. Now, now I'm frustrated. I'm clearly frustrated. I'm not screaming. I'm not yelling, none of that stuff. And I actually tried to go through their um, their AI system, right? Their chat bot. I get on text. I'm like, I really don't want to talk to a person. Let me just go through the chat bot. That didn't work. Their chat bot didn't work at all because it said, type in, just say, just hit send to get it to start. I hit send. The response to send was, oh, we got your message. We'll be back to you shortly. I'm like, I didn't send a message. I did what you told me to do was just hit send. So I thought, forget it. Let me just call. I called. And now I'm really frustrated because not only is my stuff bad, but now your system isn't working. And now I got to talk to somebody. So I get on, talk to somebody. And this person gets on the phone who I will not name. I got on the phone and I'm clearly frustrated. I'm not screaming. I'm not yelling. I'm not cussing. I'm not calling out of none of that stuff, but I am frustrated. And I'm like, look, here's what happened. And I tried to use your thing. And I, you know, look, this is just, it's not okay. It's just not okay. Ma'am, I'm here to help you. You know, I'm, I'm trying to help you. I said, I get that, but here's, you know, here's what's going on. Well, you know, we just need to be really respectful. Cause I, it's not me. It's not my fault. I just, I said, stop. <laughs> By this time I'm like, well, wait, is, am I hearing tone? I said, hold on. I know it's not your fault. But welcome to customer service. So you're the one I called. I'm a customer. I paid money. I just told you the whole story. I did this for a year, been gone a year. This is my first box and the same thing happened. I actually tried not to talk to a person at all. And that didn't work. So now you got me and I'm irritated. So I don't know what to tell you. And then she said, well, ma'am, you know, I'm really trying. I'm like, good. Good, good, good. So let's see what we can do, right? So she keeps talking and I'm, I'm, you know, ma'am, I'm just trying. I said, you know what? I said, here's the thing. This is just not okay. It's a box issue. Y'all just need to fix the boxes. I said, and I know that's not you, but it is the company you work for. And I know you're frustrated and you're probably irritated because you get a lot of people who are probably more upset than me. And she's like, and it's just, it's, you don't have to yell at me. I said, honey, I am so not yelling because I know yelling. And I'm not even yelling. I said, and you're in customer service. Maybe it's not the thing you need to be in. I said, because you got a choice. 
You don't have to be in customer service. You don't have to work for this company. I said, and here's the thing. I said, I get that you probably are having a really hard time dealing with me and that's okay. I will wait and talk to someone else who can probably make different decisions because I know you don't have a lot of choice and I'm okay with waiting. I will hold. It's all right. I will hold. I know you can only do what you can do. Y'all, these are my words, right? I will hold. It's all right. I said, because this is customer service. That's what this job is. It's customer service. And you're not only going to talk to people like me who are really frustrated, but you're going to talk to people who are really, really ticked off. I said, so no, I don't want a refund. I don't want a credit. I just want my food to be right when it gets here. That's what I want. That's all I want. So I will hold and just talk to somebody else. It's okay. I'm, it's all right. You do whatever you have to do. I will talk to somebody else. The next thing I hear is I have issued your credit. Click. Y'all. I was like, now I know this heifer didn't just hang up on me. So I said, Laurel, let's pause five seconds. And then I called back. And then I got another person and I said, okay, <laughs> here's the deal. I said, this person just hung up on me and now I'm pissed. I was frustrated. Now I'm angry. So the person you're getting now, XYZ name, is angry. So I'm going to tell you what happened. And the first thing I'm going to say is XYZ person needs to be reprimanded. I'm not going to say she needs to be fired, but she most definitely doesn't need to be in customer service. And I need that documented. That's number one. Number two, and I went through the whole story. I said, number three, I need to talk to someone in leadership who can actually make a difference because I am someone who was with y'all for several years, have made this exact same complaint multiple times, came back and gave you another chance and you got my first box wrong. Not okay. I'm done. I'm irritated. I don't want my money back. I want it to be right. And he was like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. And you can yell at me all you want. I totally get it. I will absolutely make sure somebody from leadership calls you. Bless his heart. He was so sweet. And I'm like, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Thank you so much. And we hung out. I'm on a call, right? I'm getting some stuff done. Then I get a call back from somebody who is in leadership and I'm going to assume good intent and I'm going to assume that there was uh, authenticity and that she was being nice and she was being honest, not nice. She was being honest. Get on the phone with this person. Again, I'm not going to name names. She was getting on the phone with this person. And I said, thank you so much for calling back. I really appreciate it. And I got the spelling of her name and I'm like, and I'm going to assume, I'm assuming that you really are who you say you are. And she said, yes, ma'am. And I said, did, she said, and I listened to the call and I said, good. I said, there is a reprimand in order. She said, yes, ma'am. We will absolutely do some more training. I said, look, I've been in business a long time. I said, and I was in corporate a long time and I understand customer service. I said, and that is not a fit for customer service. Maybe she was just having a bad day. I said, I don't know. I said, but um, that was not okay. That was not okay. I said, you can actually look at the history of my account and see how much was going on. That was not okay. I can understand if I was screaming and yelling and cussing and all that kind of stuff at this person. None of that occurred, as you can see by the call. She said, yes, ma'am, you did not. I said, so this is not okay. I said, now, beyond that, I want to know what's being done. I said, because I love the food. I absolutely love the food. But this is a process issue, and this is absolutely not okay. It's not rocket science. It's a process issue. And oh, by the way, the processes are so bad, which is why you guys weren't able to respond well to the other issues you had that I did follow. You didn't respond well to those, which is why you had such bad press. It wasn't good. That's a process issue. 
probably a staffing and talent issue as well, but most definitely a process issue. You should be able to get smaller boxes. It, it, I don't understand the problem, right? And so she said, ma'am, she said, you're right. And I know this isn't going to help right now. And I don't know how long it's going to take us, but we have had this complaint for quite a while. And you hopefully will be happy to know that we are making a change, you know, in the boxes, blah, blah, blah. We're going to make it happen. But I don't know how long it's going to take to get to where you are, but we are making those changes. And I said, okay. I said, well, based on the quality of this call, I said, I will try one more box, one more box. I said, and, and because of the quality of this call, I said, if it will help you, I said, I'm more than happy to give feedback on this call. I said, and now that I think about it, I said, I think I need to send an email to your CEO because she needs my services. More than happy to help women-owned businesses. I said, that's what I do. I align business strategy with people strategy. And y'all got some process stuff that's not working. And most certainly have some people stuff that's not working. And she said, I think you should send that email. <laughs> I'm like, you know, here's the thing, y'all. Through all of that conversation and all of that interaction, one, I am being non-negotiable about my peace. And when that child hung up on me, who was probably all of maybe 20, I could have really nutted up, right? I mean, I, I initially felt my blood pressure just, I mean, nearly popped my head off. And I thought, no, I'm not going to lose my mind because see, it's not worth it. It really is not worth it. And I'm going to be non-negotiable about my peace. But that does not mean that I'm going to be a pushover. That does not mean that I am not going to let these people know who have my money. I have spent my money and I'm not expecting anything extra. What I am expecting is to get what I paid for. And I am going to ensure that I get what I paid for. And so by being non-negotiable, by us showing up in our power, that doesn't mean that we have to get all crazy and ugly and nasty. And showing up in your power and being non-negotiable means that you can be clear and you don't have to be ugly to be candid. You don't have to be nasty to be clear. I was at no time nasty to that initial person, not in, nasty to the next person, even when I told him how angry I was. And I wasn't nasty to this leader that called me. I was extremely clear, extremely clear. I was focused on what the issue was and what the solution needed to be to have me be a continuing customer, to continue to get my money. Now, I'm one of tens of thousands of customers I'm sure they have. And the reality is it doesn't take many customers to ruin a reputation, to give some really bad reviews that continue to snowball. It doesn't take much to ruin a reputation. And maybe if you're okay with just continuing to hustle to find the next customer, next customer, next customer, and next customer, and hopefully the next ones don't read as many reviews. So you're always chasing the next one because you don't care about the ones that fall away. Okay, if that's how you want to run your business, if that's how you want to run your department, you're okay with just finding the next job. You don't mind continually being shuffled around to the next department because you don't care about what you leave in your wake. That's a way to run a career. That's a way to run a business. That's a way to run you know, a department. It's a choice. That's an awfully hard choice to make. That's an awful lot of hustle, an awful lot of energy. My being non-negotiable about my peace means that I'm going to be non-negotiable about how I let people treat me. I'm going to be non-negotiable about how I show up. I'm going to be non-negotiable about protecting that peace, but I'm also going to be non-negotiable about how, you know what? I'm okay 
with you not being able to give me an answer. And I'm okay with waiting until you get me to someone who can. But I'm not okay with just continuing to sit here to have this conversation with you when we both know you can't give me an answer. That's not okay. And I'm not going to scream and yell about it. And you don't need to scream and yell about it. And you most certainly aren't going to just hang up on me and think there's not going to be consequences to that. That's not happening. But I don't have to scream and yell about that either. Right? So what we're going to do as we go into this week and we think about how we run our businesses, how we run our careers, how we run our lives. That whole idea of being non-negotiable and putting ourselves in places where we are showing up in all of our power. We're showing up as who we are, right? We're showing up being really non-negotiable about what we want and what we mean because words have power. When you are sitting in that comfort, you're sitting strong in what you mean. You don't have to scream and yell. You don't have to shout. You don't have to be ugly. You don't have to use nasty words because you mean what you say and you are willing to walk away. You may have heard me say before, I walked into a meeting and walked into things and walked out of things, never having to say, I told you so, because we always had the conversation. We put everything out on the table and it was all about getting to the best situation. But I always had additional insight. I was always thinking five, six, seven, 24 steps ahead. So I never had to say, I told you so, because see, I told you so. <laughs> and I was already ready. So when it happened, I was like, okay. And I was prepared to just go ahead and do the thing that was going to fix the outcome that I knew was coming. And we kept it moving. I didn't have to go back and embarrass anybody or puff myself up or anything like that. Cause everybody knew there was no need to say anything else. There was no need to say anything else or revisit. It wasn't necessary. But what was necessary in the moment where the decisions were being made, where the situation was happening, was to not stay silent, to not let yourself be railroaded, to not let yourself be run over, to not let that person just hang up on you as if you didn't matter, as if you meant nothing, as if you weren't worthy of being seen, because you are worthy because you exist, right? You are there. You deserve to be seen because you are there. You are present. Sometimes the easiest way to be seen and heard is to speak softly. When people have to lean in to hear what you said, when people are having to like squint and turn their head to, to lean their ear towards you because they're like, wait, what'd she, what'd she say? Right? Sometimes the most powerful thing you can be is a soft talker because it's just like kids right? Screaming, yelling, shouting after a while, they just tune you out. They're not hearing that. But when you get quiet, you start whispering. That's when they get scared. Cause what are you saying? Wait, what, what'd I miss? Don't let your emotions make you think that you can't say anything. Don't let being non-negotiable or protecting your peace, make you move all the way to saying, I'm just going to walk away and say nothing when you're being mistreated. Now make sure you're safe. Don't, don't put yourself in danger. Protecting your peace should be protecting your physical peace too, right? But protecting your peace doesn't mean you allow yourself to be mistreated. Sometimes you have to stand up and say something and say it in a way that people hear it. They may still do nothing with it, but they can't leave your presence and say they didn't know. Because when we know better, we do better. And if we choose to do the same thing, we are being intentional about our choice to do wrong. And that's a whole different conversation we can have. All right, this week, 
Go out and be non-negotiable, y'all. Go out and tell them. Go out and let them know you saw them, right? You saw what it was and you meant what you said. You meant what you said. Thank you so much as always for tuning in to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. I truly appreciate it. So for the news that is coming up, going into the rest of 2024, the Rutledge Perspective Podcast is going to shift a little bit. I still am going to be recording some solo podcasts because I love doing that and spending some time with you guys, these short and sweet podcasts. What's also going to be happening is going to be a new segment called the Founders Intensive, where I'm going to interview really interesting people that are building their businesses. So this is going to be focused on entrepreneurs and it's going to be really good, intensive, interesting stories about what they've done. It's going to be peeling the curtain back. It's not going to be the highlight reel. It's going to be the real deal with these people. And then there's going to be some additional stuff that we're going to be talking about. Um, and we're going to have some subscription type of things for you to be able to get to that deeper dive stuff. Some of it is going to be just deep dive questions, some real key things that are going to be really meaty and juicy with them. Some of it may be some live real-time coaching that I do with them. Who knows what's going to happen behind the curtain, but we're going to talk about all of that stuff. So stay tuned. We'll be doing some announcements and some postings about that. So you can find out all of the things that are going to be happening on the new Rutledge perspective and the segment around the founders intensive. So stay tuned for all things coming up in 2024. This is a year that's going to be phenomenal. It is year seven of Laurel Rutledge and all things Laurel Rutledge. I cannot believe it's year seven. And uh, I'm so thankful and so appreciative and so excited to be going into year seven of entrepreneurship and my ability to continue to serve you. If there's something that you want me to cover, some topic that is like burning in your system, in your heart, in your mind, that you're like, hey, have you thought about this? DM me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Let me know. I'm on threads too. Let me know. And I'm more than happy to have that conversation. Take care. Have a great week. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.